There are so many stories of people who have fallen into the downward spiral of crime, only to find themselves with a Bible in their hands later in life. In the pages of that remarkable handbook for living, we find the story of a father who sent his son into the world to carry out the greatest salvage mission of all time. This is the story of three gangland converts, one here in London, one in New York, and one in Jerusalem. The Blind Beggar pub is just about a mile away from here and it is the location of a famous underworld killing that took place on March the 9th, 1966 by one of the infamous Cray twins. It's also the location, incidentally, where William Booth preached his first sermon in public before going on to found the Salvation Army. Ronnie and Reggie Cray ruled the East End of London with a unique brand of fear and intimidation. George Cornell was shot and killed in cold blood inside the Blind Beggar pub in front of a bar full of regulars. Chris Lambrianu was a trusted henchman of the Crays and was handed a life sentence for his crimes at the Old Bailey. He tells the story of the day that his life completely turned around when he saw a vision of Jesus in his prison cell. He committed his life and his future to God and put his hope in that great salvage plan for humanity that was carried out by Jesus on the cross. Lambrianu now lives a life in stark contrast to the one of violence that he left behind, devoting his time and his energy to communicating and demonstrating the love of God. We leave this really famous London skyline now for an equally famous one in New York City and the story of a Puerto Rican gang leader who had the most unlikely meeting with a preacher on the dangerous streets of Brooklyn in the 1950s. David Wilkerson had been moved to tears by the stories of young lives being snuffed out in the wastelands of addiction and organised crime. So much so that he turned his back on the comfort of his home and his church and travelled to New York to set up a base right in the heart of the no-go areas of the city. David Wilkerson was the most unlikely candidate to have anything to do with a man with such a terrifying reputation as Nicky Cruz, who one psychiatrist has said he was destined only for prison and the electric chair. The story of their encounter has been the subject of several books and also a movie called The Cross and the Switchblade. Nicky's dramatic conversion to Christ proved to be the catalyst for many others from similar backgrounds to walk the same journey of forgiveness and reconciliation. David Wilkerson went on to found a global movement called Teen Challenge, which has reached out and rescued multitudes of young people from the pit of addiction, giving them a new start and a new hope in relationship with God. He was also the founding pastor of Times Square Church in Manhattan, that even to this day reaches out to the lost and the forgotten of New York City.
The story of Nicky Cruz mirrors that of the Apostle Paul in the Bible, who was also a highly dangerous individual who met with God. It often seems that these kind of guys have extreme conversion experiences. In the case of Paul, it required being temporarily blinded by God in order that his eyes could be opened to what his identity and his purpose in life was really about. Paul's previous existence was defined by radicalized religious hatred towards those who had become followers of Jesus. He wreaked havoc on the early expressions of the church and was a vicious opponent to everything that Jesus had stood for. He turned violence into a sport by entering the homes of well-known Jesus followers, throwing them into prison where many of them died. Following his conversion to Christ, Paul traveled much of the known world at that time, proclaiming the gospel on the street, starting churches under the nose of the Roman Empire and tearing down the religious barriers that stopped ordinary people hearing about God as Father. He would go on to write nearly half of the books of the New Testament of the Bible. Through Paul's remarkable life, multitudes of people became Jesus followers. Whole cities were impacted with the gospel and the Christian church was established on the European continent as a direct result of what he did in 35 years of ministry. But it came at tremendous personal cost as Paul the persecutor became Paul the persecuted. He was arrested, beaten, stoned, imprisoned, and shipwrecked and ultimately executed for being a follower of Jesus and a preacher of his gospel. Even in the face of such extreme opposition, Paul said that he considered his old life before knowing Jesus as rubbish compared to his new life filled with love and power from heaven. Actually, in the original language that the Bible is written in, the word that he used was not rubbish, it was a little bit more graphic, but you get the point. Throughout the centuries, men and women have carried this message of freedom and new life through Jesus that is revealed in the pages of the Bible, the world's number one bestseller. 50 million copies of it change hands every year and it has been translated into 2,000 different languages. The Bible has been burned and banned like no other book in history, and its very survival is a miracle. The God of the Bible continues to reach out to lost humanity with this amazing invitation of acceptance, forgiveness, and new hope. That is possible because Jesus Christ, his son, came to live on earth and then to die on a cross in our place. And then on the third day, to rise from the dead, destroying death itself. He then returned to heaven, but with the promise that he was going to prepare a place for you and me. And one day he would return to this world in power and glory. That is the gospel.